let's start off with a little Saturn and Aquarius overview. I really want to talk about the attitude of Saturn before we get too into the houses. Here we're going to see a mashup of the humanitarian and the workaholic. It's combining logical air energy and grounded earth energy. Saturn and Aquarius natives have an amazing ability to work with people and not just work with them. They're not just working alongside them like they are with Capricorn, but they have the ability to really help them. And that's that humanitarian Aquarius quality. Natives with this placement often do well or have an interest in the entertainment business or even in politics. And if they don't go into those fields for their profession, they just seem to have a really strong affinity for them. They care a lot about politics and they care a lot about entertainment and really not just those things in general, but the way that they're executed. They care about the ethics. That's the word I'm looking for. They care about the ethics of entertainment and politics, and I'm not going to go into that, but I think we all know that those are two things over the past couple years that have really been coming to light. So early life for Saturn and Aquarius natives is characterized with hardships and challenges. These hardships give the native wisdom that they can call on and utilize as they mature. So while younger life isn't the easiest time, it does prove to be fruitful. They didn't go through all those challenges for nothing. And that's really typical of any Saturn placement. Saturn is really not going to be kind (laughs) anywhere he is. But specifically in Capricorn and Aquarius, these people tend to have rougher childhoods, I'll say. When Saturn is placed here, we see people who like to be in charge and have things go their way. That's the Aquarian air quality. Remember from talking about Aquarius in past episodes, Aquarius has a plan. They have everything planned out in their mind and they want it to go exactly the way that they have it configured. And if it doesn't, they're going to be upset. So that's where this wanting to be in charge quality comes from. They have this vision and they just need it to go exactly as they see it. And sometimes they can be kind of cold. Remember, Aquarius is more logical than emotional, and Saturn is definitely not emotional. So other people can be considered as obstacles or only getting in the way sometimes, which that's not the nicest thing, but that's just the reality of this placement. So while they like helping other people, they aren't always the best at working with others. This placement tends to be smart, So they'll manipulate others to get them to do what they want. And there's a cunning quality seen here that if it goes unchecked, it can lead to really self-centered and detrimental thinking and tendencies. Now that sounds the opposite (laughs) of the humanitarian aspect. And it's not that they aren't humanitarians because they truly are. Aquarius, no matter where it is, has the greater good of society in mind. But sometimes the way they go about executing that can come off wrong. It can rub people the wrong way, and it can really be detrimental to their whole cause. Saturn wants Aquarius to take charge and be in a leadership role. That's the best way these people can ensure that their vision will be brought to life. These people, even though they can rub others the wrong way, they tend to be witty and sarcastic, and they use those qualities to get people to like them. But at the end of the day, they are loners. They'd rather be on their own or in a small, tight-knit group that they trust. Because trust doesn't come easy to these natives. Trust is earned. It's not given freely. 
Just think of the qualities of Saturn and the qualities of Aquarius on their own. These are two things that are very much the loner, the hermit. So these natives are going to have that quality about them. They might not always be this way. They might like being surrounded with people when they choose. It's not an extrovert or introvert thing. It's more of an ambivert, which that's when you're in the middle. That's when you need both. And I would say that Saturn and Aquarius people really fall into that category of needing both. And it has to be on their time. They need to choose when they decide to be social or work with other people. That can be hard because the world does not operate that way. But that's the overall attitude of Saturn and Aquarius. Really, we just need to remember that we see someone who is driven. And although they can seem ruthless, what they're striving towards is for the betterment of society or whatever cause they have attached themselves to. They really just want to help people. (laughs) And again, sometimes it doesn't come off that way because of the way they go about it. But I really do think that these people mean well, even if they don't present it that way. Let's get into the houses. Saturn and Aquarius, the first house. The first house is the house of self. This includes significations like your character, your outward appearance, your physical body, how you present yourself in general. I also like to say that this house is what you're aspiring towards in life and the type of journey you're on. So in this case, if you have Aquarius in the first house, you'll be an Aquarius rising, first of all, and you'll also be on an Aquarian journey. And I touched on this a little bit in the rising signs, but I think I might need to do a a re-up of that and talk about what an Aquarian journey is, what a Libran journey is, all that stuff. So that's for another time though. Right now we're talking about your Saturn return. This house is basically your identity. So your Saturn return is going to focus on your identity. Without sugarcoating it, it's time for an identity crisis. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. Cue the identity crisis because that's what a Saturn return in the first house really is. It's an identity crisis. You're going to question who you are, how you present yourself, and what it is you want to anchor your identity in. This could be anything from simple things like your style, your hair color, how you dress, or bigger things like changing all the things that you knew to be the markers of who you are, like your career, your relationships, your hobbies. Basically, anything that screamed, this is me, you might consider leaving those things behind. Anything that you really anchored your identity in, consider it to be under attack when your Saturn return happens. You more than likely will leave it behind. And I say when your Saturn return happens, it is happening. So if you are <laughs> an Aquarius in the first house and, you know, it's happening, it's happening right now. Saturn will suggest not so subtly that you leave all those things behind. So get ready. This is a time to not be afraid to try new things. Allow yourself the freedom to express who you truly are. As an Aquarius rising, you're unique, and that's just a fact. We all know that the Aquarius placements are the offbeat cool kids who, no matter how hard you try, you could never imitate them. It's possible that you've had to suppress your personality or your identity and who you really are to fit into other people's boxes of expectations. So now is the time to let your true identity shine through. Dress the way you want to dress. Present yourself in a way that reflects your inner world. 
The world needs to see your uniqueness. We don't need more carbon copies of each other. We need more people who aren't afraid to be themselves. And that is you, my Aquarius rising people. That is 100% you. Explore hobbies you thought you couldn't try because they weren't in your wheelhouse or you were afraid you wouldn't fit into the community. Know that if you are being authentically yourself, that others will recognize this and they're going to authentically accept you. That old trope that we hear our entire lives since kindergarten where people say, you know, just be yourself. And Oscar Wilde has that quote that goes something like, be yourself, everyone else is already taken. I can't say how much that's true. Really. It's like human beings and even other animals have the ability to recognize authenticity. And even if you are doing something that someone else normally wouldn't be into or like, if you're doing it in an authentic way, people are going to be interested. So for my first house Saturn return, babes, be yourself. It's such a simple thing. It sounds so simple, but sometimes it's so hard, especially when you've had to repress yourself for so long or you just haven't felt comfortable in your own skin. Your Saturn return is really going to bring up those issues and it's going to make you think like, man, I haven't been being myself and I really need to break out and show the world who I am. And not even to just show the world, but show yourself who you are. Maybe you've even been hiding who you are from yourself. And that's, that's a whole thing you got to dive into during your Saturn return. What I was saying was that when you are authentically yourself, people will also authentically accept you and you won't have to try so hard. You will find your people because nothing is worse than being accepted for being someone you're not. It really wears on them over time. Having to play a part and present themselves in ways that aren't true is really going to wear you down. Your Saturn return is going to be the time where Saturn puts pressure on you to open up, to crack open that shell, to take that old mask off and put the new one on, the one that is actually you. So trust that while Saturn is pushing you out of your old skin, your new skin is going to be such a better fit. Saturn's Aquarian attitude may even want you to anchor your identity in some sort of humanitarian effort. So don't be surprised if over the next three years, you find a burning passion for a new cause. And it doesn't have to be anything big. It could, I mean, it could be, could be huge. You completely transition to being vegan or plant-based, something smaller on a smaller scale. You could find yourself um, volunteering more. You could volunteer at your local wherever. I don't know how it's going to work with COVID, but you'll find a way. (laughs) I I know you Aquarians will. You might just want to anchor yourself in something that means something to you. There are so many good causes out there, and every one of us feels passionately about something different, and that's what's going to make those causes survive and succeed. Saturn in the first house. If this is your Saturn return, if you are Saturn Aquarius in the first house, it's going to be all about your identity, and it's going to be scary. You will think you're losing your mind a little bit. You will think, who am I? And you know, you might even be scared. The biggest obstacle I feel you're going to face is that you'll be scared to show who you are because you're going to lose people. And people in your life will say, oh, you're different now. You never used to be like that. Ew. Like, you never dressed like that. Since when do you like this? And it's like, well, I've always liked it. I just couldn't tell you because you're a little judgmental little thing. So (laughs) don't let people judge you or say that that's not you because the only person that can define you is you. Saturn in Aquarius, second house. 
This is the house of personal belongings, possessions, and money. This includes your attitude towards spending, saving, and even how you earn money. The second house is all about sustenance. And while that usually relates to financial and material sustenance, it also relates to food and how you feed and sustain your body. Your return is going to focus on altering your relationship with the material world. There could be a shakeup in how you earn money, so your job may change in some way. You could get a promotion, you could actually switch careers entirely. The possibilities are endless, really. If you're self employed or in charge of a business, you'll be going through lots of work related changes. (laughs) If you've been unhappy in your job for a while, the next three years you might find yourself being called to make a change or finding other means of income. So really, the first thing that Saturn is going to be putting pressure on is your career. Because where does money come from? Work. If you're self-employed, that's the big one. The big one is if you're self-employed. If you work for yourself or you work for a very small business where you kind of run the show or you can make your own schedule, things like that, this is going to be big for you because you're in charge of your business. You're in charge of your brand and you're going to have to decide, how do I want to brand myself? What services do I offer? What is my niche? What am I even giving to the world? Because remember, the Aquarian influence here, how can I run my business? in the most humanitarian way. How can I run my business that's going to help society? So if you work for yourself, or even if you want to leave the corporate world and work for a company that has more Aquarian ideals, that could crop up too. Saturn is going to test your relationship with money and will want you to find a balance between spending and saving. If you're someone who spends a little too much, then you're going to be forced to cut back. If you're someone who hoards their money like smog, and is afraid to spend every penny, you'll be forced to learn that money is fluid and it's okay to occasionally spend. It's about finding a balance. And I realize now that that is my second Lord of the Rings (laughs) reference in like two or three weeks, but we've been watching all the Lord of the Rings movies, and if you haven't watched them or read the books, I highly recommend you do so. They're really good. And I always see that Gandalf is uh, related to Aquarius, so for whatever reason, I just think that fits. Gandalf is a very Saturian, Aquarian man, and if you don't know much about him, that's something else for you to go do is go watch Lord of the Rings. Anyway, Saturn will also want you to call into question your relationship with stuff, meaning material items. So this is a period of purging anything that is not needed or no longer serving you in some way. Saturn wants you to have a thrifty mindset, and with Aquarius on board, There's a notion to push back against capitalistic ideals and to go towards a more minimalist lifestyle. You could find yourself wanting to shop small more or put real effort into thinking about where your money goes. And not just where your money goes, but also the products you're buying and where they're sourced from, how they're made, and what's the overall impact of your consumerism. Like I said, if you are in business for yourself, you're going to want to think, how can I run my business in a more humanitarian way. And if you aren't in business for yourself and you're okay with your job, then you're just going to be assessing your material goods and your relationship with how you spend your money. Maybe you're someone who recently, for whatever reason, decided, I don't want to shop with Amazon anymore, or I don't want to shop at big capitalistic consumer places anymore. 
maybe you decide, you know what, I'm going to try to get most of my groceries from a local co-op or I'm going to shop small for all my Christmas gifts or for all my holiday gifts. I think that's what Saturn in Aquarius and the second house babes are going to see that they're going to be more mindful of where they get their goods and really where their money's going. So overall, you're going to see a humanitarian or at least a more conservative attitude towards the way you see the relationship with money and the material world. Saturn in Aquarius, the third house. This is the house of communication and siblings. The third house I've never been able to quite put my finger on. And the reason being is because the third house is kind of a catch-all for a lot of different things. And this is coming from someone who studies the third house with regularity because I have a third house stellium. I really think the third house, the significations that matter really depend on the individual. For me, it's about communication and writing, and it has to do with this podcast even. But for other people, it could be the other significations, like siblings or short trips and journeys. So now let's get into all of the significations after that little aside. Communication, writing, short trips, journeys. And when I say short trips, I mean day trips to places, but I mostly mean your routine, where you go every week or the roads you travel every day. This house encompasses daily life and what is normal for you. Routine is really a big one here, especially when it has to do with writing and communication. You might even be someone who writes in a journal every day or who writes a blog every week. I will even go as far to say the routine could be getting together with your family or your siblings every week for coffee or dinner, something like that. It's just whatever you do routinely. Say you're someone who makes moon water every month. That's it. Whatever rituals you have. That's third house. Learning and education also fall under this house. So like I said, as you can see, there are quite a few significations here. Anything from siblings, writing, communication, education, traveling, short trips, all that is very much third house stuff. So for me, again, it's podcast, it's writing. For you, it might be your siblings. Maybe you have a lot of siblings and you're really close to them and they matter a lot in your life. Or maybe it's your routine. Maybe you are someone who is heavily steeped in routine and that's important to you. So Saturn is going to cast a wide net and push pause on all those areas in your life to make you examine them. It might manifest as you looking at your relationship with your siblings and squashing any long-standing issues or squabbles you might have, or you could seek a more consistent routine for yourself. So if you've always wanted to start a journal routine or always wanted to possibly publish a book of short stories, now you might find yourself getting the energy to start compiling the habits to make those things happen. I'm not saying that during your Saturn return in the third house, you're going to write your book and publish it. Probably not. Because again, Saturn is pushing pause and making you think, hey, it's not time to publish, but it is time to get your shit together. The trait of procrastination is going to be pushed to the forefront and you're going to have to deal with it. And that has to do with your routines. That has to do with short trips, traveling. If you've been putting things off, if you're someone who waits the last minute to do your shopping or to get things done, Saturn's really going to make that hard for you. Saturn's going to push that to the front and say, hey, kid, it's time to cut that out. We need to 
get over the whole the last minute is the only minute thing. And you need to start prioritizing more. So if you are a Saturn Aquarius in the third house, I recommend getting a planner because you're going to have to keep yourself organized and consistent to make sure you get through your return and to keep Saturn happy. For a lot of people, I think the third house return really centers around some sort of routine. Maybe you have a really long and arduous commute to work, so you find a way to make it shorter by relocating or changing jobs. Or maybe you have a really short commute to work, and the Aquarian influence is going to say that you should totally be riding your bike to work or carpooling. You might be establishing a better, healthier routine, but you might also work on breaking a routine that isn't exactly the best for you. So say you're already set in your ways, that's another one. So you have these routines and you're really set in them. And Saturn could say, hey kid, those routines actually are kind of detrimental and they're holding you back. We're going to shatter those now. And that can be really hard for people who love their routines. Either way, some people are going to need to set better routines or establish routines in general, and others are going to have to completely break out of their old ruts. Communication is going to be big too. Take note of how you speak to those that you interact with daily. This position might not be one for small talk, but sometimes saying good morning or engaging in the pleasantries with people you see on a consistent basis strengthens your sense of community and being part of something bigger than yourself. Again, another signification is your routine of where you go all the time. So the people you see a lot the community that is surrounding you. That's also third house. So you really need to be engaging and uh, immersing yourself in the community. Don't think of yourself separate from the world around you. Aquarius is not going to want that. Aquarius wants you to be thinking of the greater good for everyone around you. So you're really going to have to start connecting with maybe your neighbors or the lady at the grocery store you see all the time. You guys know I love the ladies at the grocery store. <laughs> and with my third house stellium, that makes so much sense. Just remember, you are not a separate unit as much as you want to be sometimes. You have to remember you are still just one piece of the bigger picture. Education is the last signification I see as being big for this return. You may find that you want to study something new or educate yourself on new topics. Don't limit yourself but also allow Saturn to guide you. Just because you're interested in something doesn't mean that it's the right path for you, and Saturn will throw obstacle after obstacle in your way to send you that message. If you're pursuing something new education-wise, keep the ideals of Aquarius in mind, and that will keep Saturn happy. So education, that could be a really big one here. You could be someone who Maybe last year you wanted to take classes and, you know, COVID happened and things got all jumbled. Well, don't give up on it. Keep it in mind. And maybe now is a better time. And if now isn't a better time, the next year, don't give up on what it is you want to learn. But also allow Saturn to say, hey, kid, <laughs> this isn't for you. We're going to switch your track and it's going to be better. Because maybe, just maybe, you're already steeped in study for something. You you say you're in nursing school and you've been doing that and you're almost at the end or you just started even. Doesn't matter where you are. Say you're in nursing school and you decide, oh man, this isn't for me, but I can't quit now. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. If it's not for you, then don't do it. 
Saturn in Aquarius wants you to live authentically and it wants you to be who you are and to follow the path that is going to be right for you, not the path that you have been told is right for you. All right, so while this house has many significations, we can narrow them down to a few areas of your life that your return's going to focus on. It's most likely going to be sibling relationships, the community around you and your part in it, and educational endeavors and writing. Remember, Saturn returns last roughly two and a half to three years, so there's plenty of time for all those areas to be impacted. Saturn in Aquarius, fourth house. This is the house of security, home life, and your inner world. This is considered to be the least visible house, and it's the most private. It has significations of your parents, your parents' role in your life now that you're an adult, and also what you crave as an adult when it comes to your security. These are heavy topics, and this is the most emotional house. People with this Saturn return can buckle up because it's going to be a bumpy, emotional ride. Just looking at the house placements in general, fourth house is the lowest house. It is the one that is hidden. It is below the surface. It is really the bottom. It's the IC. If you if you guys have seen that at all, it's labeled the IC. In traditional Hellenistic astrology, this is also the house of Hades. <laughs> so not saying that this is a hell house per se, but this house is the underworld. It is the depths. And I know the eighth house gets a lot of the death and rebirth significations, and it totally does, but it's still more visible than the fourth house. The fourth house is truly the underworld, and it is your foundation. It is everything that helps you rise up in life. So if you didn't have a great upbringing or just even had a rougher go of it, which many of you Saturn in Aquarius babes have, then your foundation is shaky. And I know that sounds heavy and it is heavy. And my Libra rising feels really strange talking about heavy topics, but we're going to do it because it's important. We're mixing Saturn's need for stability and Aquarius's desire to break out from familiar patterns. These natives will have to examine and truly face the reality of their upbringings. Maybe they had once looked at their childhood through rose-colored glasses, but now those glasses are broken or they lost them, which is forcing these natives to see things in a way they hadn't before. There's going to be a lot of reevaluating relationships with family, especially the father figure. This can include hard conversations that hopefully bring a sense of peace, but also drawing boundaries and knowing when you need to step back for self-preservation, but also for the preservation of the relationships. I think something that most people, or a lot of people, don't understand about boundaries is that when you set a boundary, you're setting it for yourself, but you're also setting it for the preservation of that relationship with the person that you set the boundary with. A lot of times we set boundaries so we don't have to cut people out of our lives. So the relationship can strengthen and develop in a safer way, kind of putting it in a little petri dish and saying, okay, this is not mature. We need to let it grow on its own and in a safe environment. And we're going to do that now. But oftentimes the people that we set the boundary against get upset and offended and they don't understand what's going on. So I think that's part of this return is if you are setting boundaries with your family, explain it to them. Explain, listen, 
I'm doing this because it helps me. And when I feel better, I can interact with you better. It's not going to be easy and it's going to be hard. Because if we just set these boundaries and we don't say anything, then it just, yeah, it looks like you're ghosting people. It looks like, you know, you were one way your whole life with your family and then you just decided to switch it and without any explanation. And you might think, well, I don't owe them an explanation. Well, if you want to have a relationship with them still, then yeah, you kind of do owe them an explanation as to why you're setting this boundary. And then if they still don't respect it after you've explained it to them, then that's on them and they'll either come around in their own time or they won't. And that's one of the hard realities that we have to face with the fourth house. So besides family relationships, Saturn will push you to create your own version of stability. It's likely that during this time, you'll be laying down concrete foundations of your own. So you've had the foundations of your youth, of your childhood, that you have stood on for so long. Now you're going to be creating foundations of your own. It's actually kind of exciting to think about. This can be seen by getting a more stable career, buying your first house, getting married, anything that would be considered putting down roots. That's going to come up for my Saturn and Aquarius fourth house babes. This was actually my Saturn return position, and uh, I got married and bought my first house within two weeks of each other. (laughs) It was the most stressful time of my life. We were not planning on buying a house at that time. It just kind of happened, and it was honestly like the craziest thing ever. I didn't even know if I was someone who thought I could get married. I really, I didn't know if I could do it, and I'm going to be a little vulnerable right now, open up to you guys and say that, you know, I I just didn't think I was the marrying type. I'm a Sagittarius with an Aries moon, and I have a Sagittarius stellium, you know? <laughs> it didn't seem likely to me that I could commit to one person or let alone one thing forever. Because since I am a Sagittarius, I take my word very seriously, and divorce isn't something that I really believe in for myself. And that's not really a religious thing. It's just a, I made this vow. I said those words and I mean it. So that was a really heavy thing to think of. And during this time, it was just a whirlwind. We got engaged and then the wedding happened. And while the wedding was happening, we really weren't looking for a house, but my husband is a, he's a very grounded man. And he had always just kind of been casually browsing houses and He's like, look at this one. This one's cool. And I was like, yeah, it's cool. It's ours now. And he just kind of got swept up in it too. And uh, we went and saw it. It was the first day on the market. And it was just, it was crazy. The whole thing was insane how it all unfolded. We closed on our house within two weeks of our wedding. And uh, it was like, I had put down the most roots I have ever had in my entire life. So very scary, very stressful but also really exciting because when you put down roots, things can grow. Flowers blossom. There's fruit trees. You can have fruit. You can have an amazing garden, a garden of life when you put down roots. If any of you moon babes are like me and you are afraid of having a stable concrete foundation beneath your feet, trust that Saturn is like, hey kid, (laughs) that's my new Saturn line. Hey kid. Saturn is just like, hey, this is going to be good for you. And not only can you still run wild and free, but guess what? You're going to have a safe place to come back to when you're done running wild and free. So that's my little experience of my own Saturn return. 
it was worth it. I'll just say that. Anything that you were missing or wanted in your childhood, you will create yourself during a fourth house Saturn return. To use myself as an example again, my house was very loud growing up. The space I created for myself now is more serene and it has a very calm vibe. And that's just a really small, silly example, but you get the point. Whatever you desired or needed as a child, you will create for yourself now. This could even go as far as having children. You may be at a point where you're having your first child and you pledge to be the mother or the father that you wish you had. The Aquarian attitude is going to show up as rebelling against our family in various ways. These natives are likely the black sheep of the family. And maybe they weren't always the black sheep, or maybe it's just that they didn't realize they were the black sheep. This Saturn return placement is all about reconciling who you were when you were under your parents' care and who you are now that you're an adult. It's going to be emotional, and it's not going to be easy. You need to allow yourself the time and space to process everything properly. And remember that you don't have to do this alone. Rely on your chosen support system to help you get through it. And I know for me, that was big. Knowing that I had my chosen family and my chosen friends who I could really lean on during that time was crucial. Allow it to happen. As much as you want to fight against it and as much as some of you want to run away, especially if you are more of a fire or an air sign, if settling down and stability isn't your thing, but this is where your return is, it makes so much sense because you can't be unstable forever. You need to put down those roots and you need to give yourself a concrete foundation in life. And I promise it's worth it. I know I've said that before, but it really is. So have the hard conversations, reassess the boundaries with your family, reconcile who you are versus who you were, and you'll find gold there. Saturn and Aquarius the fifth house. This is the house of creativity, sex for procreation, and children. This house is all about your creative force and how you express that force to the world. Creativity can also manifest here as being a creative thinker, a problem solver, so if you're someone who isn't creative in the traditional artsy sense, you're not a painter or you don't play music, don't worry. It also applies to your creative logic and how you solve problems. Children and attitude towards parenting are also part of this house. This house has sex as a signification, but it's sex for the purpose of procreation, which is a form of art when you really think about it. You know, you're creating something. Sex for the purpose of pleasure is an eighth house signification, so we'll begin to that next week. This is an interesting return because it can manifest in a few ways. I'll start with children. If you're a new parent, thinking about having your first child or already have a child, this is going to be a big area that Saturn leaves an imprint on. Saturn wants you to be stern with your children, while the Aquarian influence is going to want you to think outside the box when it comes to raising them. At the end of the day, We'll see your attitude towards parenting shift or be tested in some way. The fifth house plays off the fourth. So whatever you wanted as a child, you'll be sure to give that to your child. You'll most likely rebel against the way you were raised and do things in your own unique way. Saturn will be there to make sure you don't go too overboard and take things too far. Because at the end of the day, Saturn is still 
the dad of the Zodiac. You know, he's great-grandpa in the sky. So it's about security of the child, not the unexpressed desires of the parent. And that's something you might have to reconcile during this period. Not projecting the childhood you wanted onto your child and letting them be their own person. I think we see that a lot. We see that a lot with people where they have a child and they try to do everything for it that they never had. And uh, while that's amazing, and I think I've uh, met a lot of great parents in my day, (laughs) in my short amount of time here, I think we're going to see a lot of people possibly really, like I said, expressing those unacknowledged desires of their own childhood onto their kids. And I don't know if that's the best way to go about it. We have to remember that our children are also their own individuals. So us projecting our wants and needs onto them, not always the best way to go about it. I'm not here to give parenting tips because I'm not a parent and I don't ever plan on being one. But I will say what I know from the astrological sense that Aquarius will want you to think outside the box. Aquarius will want you to give your child the opportunity to be their own person. And Saturn will want you to be there to watch your child grow and to steer them in the right direction. Don't let your kid jump off a cliff. Don't let them, you know, completely go haywire. They still need that Saturian discipline, but they also need that Aquarius touch of unique identity. So I think we're going to see a lot of parents head in that direction, especially if you are someone who is Saturn and Aquarius in the fifth house. Creativity is the other realm Saturn will rule over the next three years for you fifth house babes. Creativity might be tough for you over the next couple years, especially if that's your main outlet. Say you're someone who's super creative and you write all the time or you paint or you play music. You might come into a lot of writer's block or just creative blocks over the next couple years. You're going to be tested and forced to think of new ways to express yourself. Saturn wants you to take your creative mind seriously. And Aquarius is saying to try something new. Don't be afraid to try and fail during this time. This is very much an incubation period for your creativity. And you're going to come out of it feeling more creatively inclined than ever. If you just put in the work and don't sulk about your writer's block or whatever you're encountering. So right now is a gestation period. You're going through a period of time where you're going to be creating a lot of crap. You're going to be creating a lot of things that maybe aren't jiving with your vision. And you know what? That's okay. You have to get those ideas out. Not everything you write, not everything you paint or play or create is going to be it. It's not going to be the idea. And that's all right. Let Saturn and Aquarius show you the creative process. Let it show you the darker sides of it, the frustrating sides of it. Because when you come out on the other side, holy crap, it's going to be like, wow, a weight has lifted. And you're going to look back on those three years and think, man, I am so glad I didn't release that single. (laughs) I am so glad I didn't put that blog post out. Because not everything we do needs to be shown to the world. And I think that's what Saturn and Aquarius in the fifth house is getting at. It's like, hey, man, sometimes you can just create something. For yourself. Not everything you do needs to be shown to the world because not everything you do is worth showing to the world. 
Aquarius wants you to only give your best to society, the best contribution you can make. And Saturn is really going to put pressure on that area for you to be your best. And like I said, when you come out of it, it's going to be like a weight is lifted and I feel like your creativity is going to flourish. But until then, hunker down and just write it out, paint it out. Whatever it is you do, just get out all the gunk and then be ready for awesomeness when all that's out. So to sum up this return, these natives will need to find their creative niche. Now is the time to think about how your mind works and find a process that will really benefit you. So an example is, maybe you learn differently than other people, and that's okay. Stop trying to follow what works for others and do what works for you. These natives will also have to reconcile their relationship with the idea of having children, and they're going to need to figure out what type of parent they want to be. If they are having kids, or if they already have kids, just what do I want to do with them? What, how do I want, you know what? This is what it is. It plays off of the fourth house, and it's what foundations do I want to give my child? That's what Saturn in the fifth is saying. If you are someone who has a child right now, you're going to go through a period of what is it that I want to give my child? So when they look back, what are they going to say my foundation is that my parents gave me? Our last house for today, Saturn in Aquarius, the sixth house. This is the house of physical health, employees, and even small animals. The main significations here are physical health and employees. Physical health has to do with injury and illness. Luckily, these are things that won't kill us. They're just issues that we need to address, and they might even be kind of chronic things, but nothing that's going to be fatal, just more annoying and things that you need to take care of now so they don't turn into something big later. This house is speaking more to physical health rather than mental health. Mental health is seen in the 12th house versus the 6th house, which is physical health. Since employees are a signification, we often see people here who work in health-related industries or have many employees to worry about. The last thing I want to say about this house is that we often see it pertaining to people who take care of other people's children or projects. And this is just something random that I've noticed about it. I've noticed that it's almost like they're taking care of uh, someone else's baby, and I put baby in quotations. Someone else's baby could be someone else's creative project. It could be someone else's business. It could even be someone else's uh, animals. So examples that come to mind are, say you are someone who... uh, was handed down a family business or you uh, you run someone else's business that's someone else's baby you could even be someone who runs an animal shelter or an animal resort some type of kennel situation where you're literally taking care of other people's babies also it could be childcare you could be someone who runs a daycare you're taking care of other people's babies other people's children yeah So significations of uh, employees and health are going to be the main focus here. Saturn is going to exert influence here in a not-so-nice way. Very typical Saturn. (laughs) Health issues might crop up. Anything you've been ignoring health-wise will be brought to the spotlight and you'll be forced to acknowledge it. If you have, you know, that bum ankle or that bum knee that just won't, you know, it's not something that 
goes away. It just won't go away, but it's also not debilitating and it only hurts when it rains or the wind blows to the west, something like that. That's going to be brought up and you really can't ignore it anymore and you're going to have to deal with it. You'll be made to assess how well you actually take care of yourself and you'll need to face some hard truths that you've been possibly abusing your body or not treating it with the love and care it deserves. This Saturn return in the sixth house is really, I would like to say it's the return of self-care, self-love and self-care, especially when it comes to your health and just the way you view your relationship with your body. Those things are going to be huge. These natives are going to have returns that center around creating healthier habits for themselves. So, gym memberships, dietitians, physical therapy, spending more time outdoors, eating nutritious meals, working less. <laughs> All these things will come up at some point. Saturn isn't going to make you go overboard and you're not going to turn into some health nut overnight. But he is saying you need to acknowledge that the way you're living, it might not be sustainable for the long term. And Saturn's going to be like, hey kid, if you don't get it together now, like when you're 27, 28, 29, you're going to have real problems when you get into your late 30s and 40s. So this is kind of your wake-up call to assess your relationship with your body and think, you know, maybe I could exercise a little more. Maybe I could eat a little better. Maybe I should get my knee looked at. Anything like that, that's going to come up and the issue will be forced. And if you don't listen, it'll be forced not so lightly. If health isn't coming up for you, say you are pretty healthy and you don't really have any ailments, then the area of employees and taking care of other people will most likely be your Saturn return theme. There's a sense of responsibility that comes along with Saturn in this house. You have to look out for other people and you have to manage them. You're the one making decisions and people rely on you and respect you because of it. That esteemed work position and respect does not come without a price though. And the price is often your health. If you recall, I just said one of the things that you can do to better your health is not only eat right and exercise, but also work less. Have work limits. A lot of people are workaholics, especially when it comes to anything satirian. <laughs> Saturn can be a bit of a workhorse and doesn't really know when to let up. These natives are going to have to learn the careful balance of being a boss and handling everything, and knowing when they need help and delegating tasks appropriately. You can't be a good leader if you don't trust your team and use them effectively, and I think that's going to be a big lesson for people with this return. These natives have the task of looking after themselves while balancing their responsibility. It's learning that you are worth the care and the investment in your health. It's understanding that when you're operating at your best, then others will too. My best friend once told me, people don't quit jobs, they quit managers. And that really applies here, especially if you're in some sort of position at work where you work with others and you have to be in charge of them. If you are a manager or a supervisor and this is your Saturn return position, then you really need to be assessing how it is you work with other people. Are you a kind and fair and good manager? Or are you one that kind of takes all the responsibility because you don't trust other people? That is really going to make others not feel valued and 
we all just really want to feel valued, especially if we are an employee and we work somewhere and we pretty much dedicate most of our week to working. You just want to feel valued. So one of the things that these people are going to have to learn is how to be a good supervisor. So to recap, Saturn is going to push balance, understanding your physical limits, and learning to utilize your work team properly. The Aquarian attitude is going to help you see that you're part of a community. You're part of a team. Asking for help is not seen as a sign of weakness, even if you're in a managerial position. If anything, it's a sign that you know how to delegate and use your team to the fullest extent. It helps you rid yourself of undue stress, and it makes your team feel useful and happy in in their work. Natives in this position have the opportunity to make others feel valued, which is honestly such a beautiful thing if they can execute it. Think of knowing that, hey, I have the opportunity to make someone else feel like they contributed. Maybe that's just me being a Libra and mushy, but I think that is a really cool thing. I think that's really cool that in a managerial position, you have the power to be like, hey, can you help me with this? And then that person is like, oh my gosh, they asked me to help. And then they told me I did a good job. And it just, it made their day. Oftentimes, bosses and managers don't see what their small, kind words can do for their employees. So I think that's something they have to keep in mind, even though they don't see the effects of it. It is a thing, especially with this Saturn and Aquarius influence. The Aquarius influence wants you to be part of something bigger than yourself. Although you are the boss, you're not the only person contributing. I really get a sense that these people are the ones who have the opportunity to change society's relationship towards work and what the typical office should operate like. All they have to do is start with themselves. So once these people go through this Saturn return, and they see the value of putting time into themselves, and how when they value themselves, it means they value others. I I just really get a sense that these people are going to push back against the capitalistic nine-to-five cubicle-style workplace, and they can make a place where employees actually feel valued, and they don't have the Sunday scaries. All these Saturn and Aquarius things are really cool, because with that Aquarian influence, We have the ability to really break out and rebel and change the status quo. And maybe it's just my Sagittarius speaking, but I think that's really cool. Those are the first six Saturn return house placements. Whew, we got through it. (laughs) So next week, we will be going through houses seven through 12. And I'm excited. I hope all of you that have these returns in these placements have learned something and that you feel a little bit more prepared as to where Saturn is going to exert his influence (laughs) for your return. If you want more moon content before next week, go find me on Instagram at moonmatters.astro. Pop over, say hi. If you are a Saturn and Aquarius babe, tell me about your return. Tell me what house it's in. Tell me if this is so far ringing true for you. I'm really interested to see what you guys have to say. All right, my moon babes, I will see you all next week. Bye.